Welcome to Jays from Home, a podcast about the Toronto Blue Jays, uh, co-hosted by my brother, Matt. Oh, that's me. Yeah. And myself, <laughs> Steve. Um, we uh, we talk about uh, the Toronto Blue Jays uh, and uh, and some baseball in general and some personal stuff. Um, I think uh, I think previously we talked about um, going over our uh, what how we frame our discussions a little bit. So um, maybe uh, just quickly we should uh, run that by again. So you I mean, like the home run walk strikeout. Yeah. Thing? Yeah. Okay. Well, well, as a lot of people know, or maybe don't know, I don't know. There are three true outcomes in baseball. They say, uh, home runs, walks, and strikeouts. And we frame our discussions, um, the 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 meat of our discussions, or the or the tofu, if, if you're me, um, around those three ideas. A uh, home run would be something positive. A walk would be, although really a walk, getting on base is positive. We're just calling a walk something neutral, and uh, strikeout is something. Uh, on the negative end of things. Um, so, yeah. And, you know, I, well, calling a walk neutral is good because it doesn't count as an at-bat. So, But uh, it, counts, it, it, it counts as on base. All right. Well, um, we will get to those very shortly. There's been some real big news for the Blue Jays this week. So uh, I think um, we're going to spend some time talking about... Well, Let's I go through the like week's we should, results first. That's, well, that's yeah, I, I was just going to say, I feel like we should almost call this uh, podcast... Jay's going home. Oh yes, there we go. <laughs> but but we still podcast from home. Yeah, our Twitter account is at Jay's from home. Oh, so right. yeah, let's go through the results because I have watched zero baseball this week. Same same here actually because we're recording this Sunday morning. So there's actually yes, the Saturday's game um, was postponed because of rain. They're going to do a doubleheader uh, today. The, the the seven inning doubleheader. Um, so Monday was the home run derby. Um, and so we saw uh, uh, New York Mets Pete Alonso defend his home run derby title uh, against Trey Mancini. Um, I think the biggest um, kind of marquee matchup, though, was was Juan Soto versus uh, Shohei Otani. That was uh, a pretty uh, fun battle between the two of them. Uh, because at first, uh, Shohei had a, had, a, had a bad start. We talked last week about how, and it's been talked a lot about lately now, about how um, Shohei Otani doesn't do batting practice. And that showed, actually, when he first started uh, in the home run derby. Because uh, he, wasn't, he, wasn't, he was just hitting line drive after line drive after line drive. But then he came on late. He ended up tying um, Juan Soto. Um, and then they went to a swing off, um, and then they went to a, a, a like whatever the tiebreaker was that was, and then and one solo hit three straight home runs. So Shohei Otani had to do at least that in order to 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 at least move on, and he 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 got a he, he missed his first uh, first swing. So so that was it. But it was it was that was a fun one, the most fun one to watch. All right, and well, Tuesday I did see that uh, Vlad won the MVP for the All Star yeah, game. But, yeah. Uh, well, maybe um, you want to talk a little bit about the All Star Game because you scored it. I, I did I score it. Um, it was a hard. There were a lot of moving pieces with that game. Um, luckily, like I, I PVR'd it, but I caught up. So, like between innings was my, my chance to kind of just keep track of of who's going in where and whatever. But that's that's. The, the side story that's that that's going to happen with every all-star game you're going to you're going to see players moving in and out because that's the nature of a game you want to get all, as many as many stars in the game as possible but vladdy like the blue jays did pretty well in general like vladdy and teoscar i think 
kind of uh, showed the best uh, uh, for the Blue Jays uh, in the game. And, and Vladdy had an amazing, uh, just a jaw-dropping, I think it was 468-foot uh, home run. And he almost took off uh, Max Scherzer's head earlier in, in the game. And I didn't hear was, about that one. Well, he had a, had a really hard line drive to second base. Um, and it went right over Scherzer's head. And right afterwards, he went out and, and hugged Max Scherzer after, the, after that happened. Um, I... So uh, did he hit the home run off of Max Scherzer too, or is that no? It was picture? off of um, Barnes from the Red Sox. I forget his first name. Uh, uh, is it Matt Barnes, former Blue Jay? Maybe, maybe. Uh, but yeah, but it, it, the fact that it was against a Red Sox player, that's pretty good. Well, that's good. I was curious to know if it was against Scherzer because he hit the grand slam uh, against Scherzer earlier well, this year. I think him and his dad, both both Vladimir Guerrero's, have similar numbers against Scherzer. But I think Vladdy's are a little bit. Better at this point. Oh, I kind of didn't realize that Scherzer has been in the league long enough to have faced both. Vladimir. Well, he's he's the same age as you are, I believe, born born in eighty four. So, uh, and he's he started his career. Here's here's his his biography. He started his career, I believe, in Arizona, and then moved on to Detroit, and then after that, it was he signed with with Washington as a as a free agent. I think that's how the story goes. Kind of forgot about Detroit. He was, he, the Jays was, haven't played them yet. You know, but like he was there like in around 2012 and he was like in a, in a rotation with like Justin Verlander. So Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer was a pretty uh, good, uh, good uh, pitching uh, tandem there. Yeah. You know what? Now that you mention it, I think I do remember Scherzer on Detroit because, yeah, they both they basically sold them off around the same time. In, well, not the same time, but in the general well, he signed as a free agent. He signed as a free agent with Washington, and and then there was that that infamous uh, like like midnight like eleven fifty nine trade to the Astros in in twenty seventeen for Verlander. Right. Okay. Well, anyways, it was the biographies aside. Uh, it was uh, American League uh, continued their their dominance over the National League. They won five to two. Vladdy won the MVP. Um, it was just a really fun game to watch. I would have, like I said before, I would have appreciated if they wore their own own jerseys. I didn't really like uh, those 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 All Star Game uniforms, but uh, it was a fun game nevertheless. Oh, that's good. Does the All Star Game still determine home field advantage for the World no. Series? No, no, no. They got rid of that. That was that was oh, just okay. a dumb Bud Selig thing because he declared a tie, so he had to save face. <laughs> Here, um, so Thursday was there was uh, Wednesday was uh, off. Universal off day for everybody. Here's here's where Thursday kind of factors into the All Star game. Um, I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, the game between the uh, Red Sox and Yankees was canceled due to COVID. Um, and no, it, I, well, I, I I heard a little bit about it, but um, I didn't hear about Thursday specifically. Well, the, the COVID outbreak, I, I guess. Um, one of the players who had COVID, I don't know if it originated at the All-Star game, but uh, Aaron Judge was one of the players who, who got COVID. And so he had to do contact tracing with all the people at the All-Star game that he had he came into contact with. And I assume that Vladdy's okay because he played on Friday night. Yeah, I actually did hear an update from the Blue Jays that everyone was was clear. So, Yeah, but but that that's just interesting. Like... Well, I don't know if interesting is the right word, but it 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 is COVID is still affecting uh, how players uh, interact with each other and it's still affecting games. And like I tweeted about this before, like I still can't believe 
that there are teams that aren't 85% vaccinated. Like it's it's a it's a competitive disadvantage if you're if if you're not as vaccinated as possible as as a baseball team. Uh, my only thought on that was I, I just have to wonder if some of the players are waiting till the off season because they're con- afraid about any side effects. No, I taking them out of the game. No, I don't I, know. I, I I wouldn't put that much competitive. Uh, foresight on, anyway. the, on them. Um, Friday, it looks like neither of us watched Friday's game. Yeah, uh, no, I was catching up on, on, on Shark Week and Big Brother because uh, we because of all the All-Star stuff. I, I watched a lot. Of, uh, I, oh, on, on Sunday, I, I also watched the, the Prospects game, which was interesting. Uh, but uh, I, yeah, I watched a lot, of, a lot of All-Star stuff over the weekend. So like, I got a big backlog of, of stuff on my PVR. So, so oh, we kind of... Okay. Well, I, and, and by the time I turned on the Blue Jays game, because I wasn't going to watch it, but I turned it on it was six to nothing in the fourth inning when I turned it on. So I was like, okay, this is a good game to 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 miss. Yeah, I and did I say the we, score? Yeah, ten to two final yeah. score. I don't think you said it. Um, yeah, we we actually I'll, I'll talk about this later. We actually went out to see a movie on Friday night, so that's why we didn't see the Blue Jays game. But Probably not a bad thing to miss that one. Fast and the Furious thirteen is it that you went to? Uh, nine. They don't nine. have thirteen yet. Anyway, what movie? Um, and Saturday we mentioned postponed, so that's being played today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're starting at one o'clock. Yeah, one o'clock, seven inning doubleheader, which we will also talk about a little bit later. But yeah, yeah you'll, you'll talk about what movie you watched later on, I guess, or are you gonna? You gonna yeah, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about uh, about the movie later. It's not okay. baseball related. There, there is absolutely zero baseball references in the movie, so that's uh, well. That's, well, well, let me let me try let me try and guess what movie it is before you talk about it. Is it is it car related? Yes, we it, we just mentioned it. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh no! You, oh no! You watch. So it was Fast Nine. I thought that already came out. I thought you already watched that. Or oh, something. it did. No, but we we weren't able to watch it. Well, let's uh, let's skip that. We'll save that for later. So uh, it wasn't. You, you didn't watch Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. No, did not. That's that's a classic Disney movie about a car that makes noise. Oh, well, uh, um, I learned in a podcast recently that wasn't a purely Disney movie, by the way. Here's my review. Oh, no, I, I would say I, I'll give my review for Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, but then that would give us give us an uh, 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 an E rating or whatever for expletives. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, let's see. So we don't, um, we don't know what the record. What's the record uh, as of Sunday morning? That is a good question, and uh, I will give you the answer. It is currently forty six and forty two. So they're they're four games above five hundred. So that's that's pretty good to be. They could do they could do more. Yes, hopefully they'll they'll get some more help uh, with with the trade di- deadline approaching. Um, not much really to say about the trade de- trade deadline. Um, how, well, we, you didn't weigh in on your thoughts about the the trades uh, over the past couple of weeks. Oh yeah, the the. Bullpen help. Um, geez, did the uh, Dickerson trade happen the last time we were? Yeah, uh, no, I think, I think we though. did talk about that. Yeah, yeah, we did talk about that. Um, I didn't really. I don't remember who else they got. I know that they got some more bullpen help in the last two weeks. Well, right? they got. Well, like yeah, they got Simber in the D- Dickerson trade, and then they got that. I'm, I'm just blanking on his name, but the dude from from uh, Milwaukee. Uh, who, oh yeah, yeah, via, via Tampa Bay. Um, in, yeah, in he was traded twice this year. So, yeah. oh, and and that's right. And they lost Rowdy Telez. Um, I guess I would classify that as a walk, uh, losing Telez because he wasn't really. I mean, hopefully he does well 
with Milwaukee, but he wasn't really doing anything, anything this year for the Blue Jays. And he was there's kind no of the room for him in the, there's no room for him in the lineup. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I think actually, I think uh, there was a game recently that uh, Vlad was DH and Biggio was at first base, wasn't he? Or they took Vlad out of the game? No, and... I think he. Sta- I think it started Vlad DH. I, th- I, th- I forget what game it was, but I, yeah, I noticed that he was uh, Biggio was at first. I think. Yeah. yeah. So they have somebody to rotate Vlad out of the out of the field so that he can play every game. So I'm not worried about that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, okay, so home runs, walks, strikeouts. Um, well, that, well we, I talked about this already, but my home run is Vladdy wins the All-Star Game MVP. Yeah, and I think he's the first player to win it his first appearance in the All-Star Game. Um, not sure. I know that he's definitely the youngest player to win it at 22. So oh, That's good. Yeah. Well, so uh, this confirms that Vlad is a good player. Yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, so I framed my home runs, walks, and strikeouts kind of on the overall first half because, uh, there, like I said, we I didn't watch any baseball this week. So, uh, and I think the biggest news is is something we'll we'll cover off in a little bit. So my home run was um, the offense when it's working is is my home runs because, uh, well, they have a lot of home runs throughout the like, distributed throughout the lineup. Most of them come from, are coming from Vlad, but. Um, with Springer in the lineup, uh, everything they moved him up to fourth. Did yeah, they? they did that a, a, yeah. a little while ago. Yeah, so with the lineup seems kind of evened out, and when it's working, they 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 are able to produce a lot of runs, and it's not just on home runs either. Um, they the uh, when I say when it's working, it's because they have run into occasions where like they can't even scrape together a run, or one of the players in the bottom of the lineup just like kills a rally. So, but overall though, I think that the offense is working because they are above 500. So, yeah, no. And I think that in general, like any offense is going to have the kind of troubles that the Jays have had. I think what causes the most, uh, what, what's been the, the Achilles heel, uh, you know, I'm sure nobody's heard about this is, is the bullpen. The, 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 the Jays offense has definitely been the home run for the first half because they have the reason why the blue, the blue Jays are, in at least a position to fight for a wild card spot is because of the offense. Yeah, and actually, let's just t- talking about the pitching. That's my walk. I'll go with mine first. Uh, is the pitching because some days it's it's on fire, like it's it's great, but then other days it's also on fire. The like guy's in a dumpster fire. So <laughs> just that. I mean, fire, fire's good and bad. Yeah, I mean, I think every single guest we've had on the show has said the bullpen is their strikeout. So uh, I, I don't think we need to elaborate too much on it and anyone listening probably already knows that but they have gotten out and to get help in terms of um getting players to like you know i guess to reinforce the bullpen even just to have somebody even if they're not a great pitcher it having an extra arms made a difference and also maybe addition by subtraction chatwood was put on the uh I'll put this in quotes, injured list. Is he still on the list? Because it's been probably almost 10 days or I don't know, 10 day games. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I thought that was that was more like uh, you're we're, we're telling you you're injured. So, yeah, no, they, they do that. Uh, there's a lot of, of, of uh, roster management, we'll call it, uh, as far as the injury list goes these days. So um, what's your walk? My my walk, um, because we don't know whether this will be good or bad down the line, because we, because with, with it's, it's the MLB uh, the draft 
this weekend. Uh, the, the Jays selected uh, in the first round Gunnar Hogland, um, and uh, he's out for Tommy John surgery. Uh, but people are saying that he would be a top ten pick if he if he didn't uh, have to go through the surgery. Oh, but, okay. But, so uh, they they drafted him high, like a little lower on the list because of the surgery. Yeah, they they're going for the for the upside picks, and I think they did that with um, Austin uh, Martin last year as well. Um, but uh, and they 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 officially signed him this weekend as well, so that's good. Uh, and, and I'm not saying like it's a, it's a it's a neutral because he's injured. It's just a neutral because it's so hard to project what they're going to be like down the road. Yeah, uh, oh for sure. Yeah, but the, I guess what they're saying is that like a lot of people saying like some teams prefer to. Um, draft Tommy John surgery kids so that they can first of all control their recovery and also mm-hmm. like they can they can also help them to kind of um, get better as a pitcher um, through that recovery um, so, and so it's, it, it may end up being a, a big positive and a lot well, of teams like to like like to draft Tommy John surgery kids because it's, it's, it's a common surgery now it's almost routine yeah well you know I like to compare baseball to hockey and the Ottawa Senators a lot um, I will point out, and I'm not drawing a direct comparison, but um, the Senators' best all-time player, Daniel Alfredson, uh, I learned a while back that the reason that the Senators got him where they did in the draft, which is like super low in a late round, was because he was he was either injured or sick or something and didn't show up for some pre-draft interview or something. So he dropped way down on the draft list. Oh, I didn't and, know that. Uh, yeah, and so the Senators were able to pick him up, and he ended up being well. He won the Rookie of the Year trophy, so yeah. Uh, so you never know. He also so, did, did. He also have Tommy John surgery. I, I'm gonna say not. Probably. <laughs> I don't. Know. I guess. I guess in hockey they call it Tommy Sallow surgery. <laughs> What's your? Uh, I'll let you go for your strikeout next. I'll yeah. My, well. Well. No. You go first. I'll. 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 We'll end on my strikeout. Okay. Um, well, again, all about the first half. Uh, Based on where everything is in the standings, it's it's going to be really difficult to, to get a wild card spot for the Blue Jays. Um, I, I'm fairly certain they're not going to win the division. Um, I mean, they're they're far. They I guess they in theory they're far they're close enough that they could catch up if everything goes the right way. But I think they're more likely to be a wild card team, and it's going to be really difficult between the other teams in the American League and not even counting the the rays well let's not count the rays <laughs> i don't know we'll um, see yeah well we don't we only we only need to count the rays directly against the blue jays i think for one more series so that's good um so my my strikeout is uh shohei otani he is my I've de- i'm declaring him my mortal enemy um, first of all, he he's most likely the main reason is that he's going to um, steal away Vladdy's MVP. Um, so so I'm I'm declaring uh, mortal enemy on on Shohei Otani. He is uh, I, I'm going to speak for you here. He is the podcast mortal enemy. Um, he's even trying to like uh, you know he's trying to do one of those like Oscar campaigns to get the MVP now to giving away his his uh, his home run derby winnings to all all of the, the the clubhouse people come on you're you're trying too hard here Shohei you know um this I don't think such a nice guy try. come on you're not a nice guy that's that's this is just an act this is just I, an act Shohei I can see it I don't think he needs to try all that hard like he's just this is all just bonus 
I know. So, so th- exactly. So this is like you know he's bribing the, uh, the 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 voters right now with 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 trying to be too much of a nice guy. So he Shohei Otani, you are the mortal enemy, definitely of me, and I'll say the the mortal enemy of Jays from home. Well, I think it's. Uh, I did hear about the uh, him donating his winnings. Is it? It was only half, not all. He, he no. Well, he won. Like he didn't get it past the first round, so it was only like I think one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, just as the just appearance fee or whatever. If you win, it's a million dollars. If you come in second, I think it's half a million. Oh well, still that's uh, that's pretty good. It was nice of him to. Uh, no, uh, that was pure evil, pure calculated evil. Yeah. Um. Well, you have some other notes about the All Star Game, but why oh, don't yeah, we okay. talk about um, why don't we talk about July thirtieth? Uh, that's a date to circle on the calendar, because uh, I think we'll have more to say about that, and we can get to the other notes. Okay. Well, I don't know. Later. I don't know. I don't really have too much to say about July thirtieth, other than the fact that we know what the Blue Jays need right now. We know that they need. They still need. I would say two more arms in the bullpen. I would be happy to see also now those two arms in the bullpen. They can come by a trade, or maybe they can move. Uh, if Nate Pearson gets healthy, they can move him into the bullpen for the last half of the year because I don't know if they're going to be able to stretch him out to be a starter and, and be an impact player uh, uh, for the second half, uh, especially like assuming that he's able to recover from whatever injury he has right now. Uh, oh, but they so, need. So you're talking about the trade trade deadline, okay? You say I thought you said July thirtieth. I did. What, 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 oh, that July 30th. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah, no, no, okay. Well, you can finish up your thoughts on the trade deadline because I, I, I think I'm in the same boat. Maybe we already know what they need. Yeah, we know what they need. Um, and I, I have confidence that the management will do their best to get the, get that. So, yeah, no, the other July 30th. Sorry. Um, I, I guess I wasn't really thinking about that because, um, like I guess they're 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 gonna come home to 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 Toronto to play a series. Yeah. So when I first wrote out my notes for this week's show, um, at the time, there was like I think what happened was uh, so the timeline was during this week. At first, um, you know, obvious Ontario and Toronto were all like, "We're good. Come to come play in Toronto. We're fine." That's the same thing as last year, and then. Um, then I think the federal government gave the Blue Jays and the MLB a, a an exemption. I can't remember the exact term for it, but they gave them an exemption to allow that, like they don't have to quarantine when they cross the border. Um, and I think the rules were just basically unvaccinated players. They can stay in the Rogers Center Hotel and not leave, mm-hmm. but uh, there's no restrictions like that for the vaccinated players. So th- that's another something else at least for the blue jays that might be incentive for more to more players to get vaccinated i don't know but the other mlb teams probably won't affect them too much because they're only going to be in there for three or four games at most so yeah well i wonder Um, though if if the unvaccinated players on other teams being stuck inside the hotel i wonder if that like will kind of drive them a little bit stir crazy and be an 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 unintended uh competitive competitive advantage advantage. yeah (laughs) Um, the other part of it was, I think when I messaged you, when we, we saw the headlines, uh, I think at one point, the Blue Jays, their official statement was that it should mean they can play in Toronto. So they were, it sounded like they were being kind of, um, you know, they were being careful with what they were saying uh, and not committing to anything. But then um, I think Friday, 
they put out an official message on social media basically saying they're they're moving back to Toronto and July for the July 30th homestand. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I I took that to mean that they were going to come, come back to Toronto. If they're saying should, then like it's pretty much guaranteed. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just think that they were, you know, at some points, I, I said this to Vanessa, I, it sort of sounded like the Blue Jays were almost hoping it, that the federal government would say no so that they don't have to move. But I think I think they were kind of reading the room and seeing a lot of fans say they want to see the team in Toronto, so they're going to do it. I think uh, the players would prefer to play in a, a major league facility even yes. though they've, they've they've upgraded buffalo as much as they can i think they would still prefer to be in a in, in like a rogers center type type like major league quality facility no, for sure and and uh buffalo is definitely not toronto uh in terms of city amenities but um there's something else i was going to say um nope can't remember it now but the other thing uh i i oh yes sorry it was about the players playing in Toronto. Uh, I read somewhere that I think, like, I don't know the exact statistics, but at least half of the active roster has never played in the Rogers Center. Well, uh, the entire starting uh, pitching staff yeah. has not <laughs> pitched exactly. in Toronto. Um, the other thing to note is that uh, I got a notification last night that uh, 15,000 people will be allowed in the Rogers Center to watch the games. Yeah. And it'll be it'll be louder, especially if they close the the, the roof. Which again, I don't um, think they will. That, it'll be that louder. Of it, they said that they're going to keep the the roof open as much as possible. So yeah. basically, it means no rainouts. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, so so yeah, it'll 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 be loud even though there's just fifteen thousand people. I think the tickets are going to be kind of expensive though. Well, that's that's what I'm wondering about. Um, Vanessa and I were talking last night. Do we want to try to go to a game? And I said, well. I guess it depends really on uh, what's available. Like, it'll be hard to find tickets. Even if the tickets aren't that expensive and they're regular price, like they're going to be. There's only fifteen thousand. They're going to be a hot ticket, so to speak. I wonder if they're. Keep talking. I'm. I'm just going to check and see if they're on like StubHub or something like that. Hang on. Keep. Well, keep, keep talking. I I think that uh, for a little bit before they officially announced the return, tickets were advertised by people on third-party sites like super expensive and i i don't think those prices were realistic i don't remember i didn't see what the actual prices were but uh i think they were definitely two or three times more than the standard ticket price okay well i'm looking at right now uh july 30th and 31st there are zero tickets left um yeah sunday august 1st says there's five tickets left from four hundred and twenty six dollars so and i think that's the cheapest uh like that's like the the like I, well i don't if there's fifteen thousand, i don't know what tier they'll be in but that's that's let's just see here uh row 19 they're thirteen hundred dollars each this is on StubHub, so it's not probably the official price but thirteen hundred dollars yeah. a piece um yeah but see that's yeah that is somebody snap snatching up the tickets and then uh, taking advantage of the demand so so let, let's let, let's we don't have time to research it right now but um maybe um you can find that out here, here's your your research project and put this into the into the show notes at the end find out how much just the cheapest tickets are going to be i think what i'll do is i will i'll uh 
I'll put it in. Uh, there's another thing I want to add to our uh, Twitter feed when we're done, uh, and I'm getting to that later. Um, but uh, I will put that on the Twitter feed. The ticket okay. prices. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I definitely won't be trying to go through StubHub because uh, for for uh, various reasons, I would. I it's more to my benefit to go through official ticket buying means. Oh yes, I see what you mean. Um, but also, like thirteen hundred dollars a ticket means that I would have to spend. Uh, what's thirteen hundred times four? Like, <laughs> uh, so twenty six hundred is thirteen hundred by two. So, so. five thousand dollars for my family to go see one baseball game. So I don't think that's worth it. I'll hold out for the Titans next year. Yeah, that is much more affordable, and they and as uh, uh, as you heard last week. Uh, they are coming back next year for sure. Anyway, uh, we'll get to that later too, I think. Um, I, I think that that's kind of all that I know about the July 30th homestand return. And it sounds like that's uh, that's you don't have anything to add to that. No, um, because really, like it doesn't affect how I watch the game. I'm not going to be able to go see a game this year. Uh, it's going to be a little while, like just with with a, a Leo and Bo being so young, it's going to be a little while before we can see an actual major league game in the, in the future, just because their their attention spans aren't conducive to spending like even like in pre-COVID times, like it'd probably be like close to three or four hundred dollars for the family to go see a baseball game like, when you include all the costs together. Well, I was going to say, is that including like hotel travel? Well, like not I'm not including hotel. I'm just talking about like parking and food. <laughs> yeah. Parking, I think, can cost like close to a hundred dollars sometimes if you're if you're close to the stadium well i think what i what we would do is probably like go there for a saturday game stay overnight and, and drive back yeah, yeah that way you don't have to worry about parking yeah um so so yeah no it, it, it's at this point you know like be, not knowing whether the kids would even have a good time at a game it's not worth it to to, to make that that trip for sure um, I, I, and I would want them to be engaged and interested in a, in a major league baseball game to take them to their first uh, baseball game experience. I don't want them to just kind of run around and look for cotton candy. <laughs> but they can do that if they want to, uh, especially at the Titans game. There's plenty of Titans. They can, yeah, uh, I was going to say they can the run game. around looking for cotton candy without a baseball game. So, All it's right, easier to find cotton candy at a baseball game. Though. Where do you want to go next? Let's go with the All Star notes because that was kind of fresh uh in in my mind and also to what we were talking about I, I i won't go too much into it i um i had some notes about the prospects games did you see their uniforms no i didn't well basically like they had i thought they were better than the um all-star jerseys but they're still a little bit confusing because um it was the national league versus american league prospects now the national like uh, they were trying to to um i guess highlight the Americanness of of the jerseys. So, like, they had the word "nation" underlined in "national," but then in big bigger letters at the end of "nation" was "al" a l. So the National League had a l in big letters on their on their oh, okay. jersey. So that, well, that was that they, they were they were promoting the nation owls. Maybe maybe or the Washington Nationals. I don't know. Um, and then and then um, on the other on the other end, uh, America the American League. They're highlighting the I can you know like I you know, the, the I can mentality or whatever but it was more like the national uh jerseys looked like they could be either the national league or the american league well the way that you wrote it in the notes i thought actually you meant it said amera and then can so you might mistake them for canada maybe maybe that's that's a good point too um and you didn't watch the um the home run derby 
Uh, no, uh, I did not because I was playing. We had a double header in softball. So okay. No, well, that. I just thought um, the way they did it this year, they didn't uh, wait uh, for the for the baseball to land before throwing another pitch. So it was kind of like rapid fire throwing, and it made it really difficult to follow the action. So I didn't I didn't like I didn't like that, especially in the early rounds. In the later rounds, when players were more tired, they had a better rhythm, so it was a bit easier to follow. But the way they did it, I didn't like. It wasn't maybe it was good for the in stadium viewing, but for the TV viewing, it wasn't so uh, so good. Um, and also, they had uh, Billy Crystal, Crystal was narr- narrating the opener. And I, I had a note to maybe like pick a younger voice to kind of connect with the younger viewers. I guess maybe part of it was they were tying in. He's into in some new Monsters Inc. cartoon, I guess. Which oh, I have no I idea. I guess might connect with the with the with but, the young kids these days. But I, but like he he loves baseball. We all know that. But I was gonna say he's he's kind of has like a baseball voice. Brand. Well, he has a baseball. Like he he loves the Yankees. He's made like he made that movie the 61 movie about about the 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 home run chase but i think that this is the perfect opportunity especially the home run derby to get like a young a young uh voice uh kind of behind the game like uh, i don't i don't know who the kids are listening to like i don't know like I don't know what like I, I would say even Justin Bieber is too old, but <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh, I, I, thought, I thought that they could they could have done, made a little bit uh, better uh, uh, or just more inspired choice to 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 do to do the narration for the for the game. Now I, I have a question. It's it's uh, not All Star Game related. It's Billy Crystal related. You mentioned he's a Yankees fan, yeah. but didn't he wear a New York Mets hat in City Slickers? Well, here's the thing. Movies aren't real. He's an actor. He can pretend to be a, a, a Mets fan. I know it might be difficult for him to do that, but uh, you're right. He did wear a Mets hat in the City Slickers, but he actually did um, take an, uh, one at bat for the for the New York Yankees in uh, in in a, a spring training game. Well, uh, obviously he wasn't good enough to make make the team. That's no, he was he was a, he was a little too old of a of, of a prospect. So all right. What they have? Uh, you have another comment here, but uh... Uh, don't worry, I'm I'm done with all that stuff. No, okay, okay. Um, mm-hmm. okay. Well, I I have uh, another. I actually just have one more note because I think we've kind of touched on my other two. Uh, I saw that uh, Vladimir Guerrero signed on with the uh, Jordan brand. That's like the Michael Jordan brand of uh, like clothes, shoes, yeah. that kind of thing. I don't know. I thought that was kind of neat. Um, yeah kind of like flexing his uh his power a little bit to be to represent a brand uh yeah i don't know i think that's that's good news for him and talking about more more on vladi guerrero um i thought like as far as the all-star game goes like it was it was neat to see a blue jay like he was front and center as one of like the the the, like young stars of the game it was neat to see like a a blue jay uh and that prominent of a of a featured kind of athlete kind of spot you know yeah, I I mean it's it's nice to have a team that you follow have a player in that in that light because I well, mean well no it's not just a team that you follow like the Blue Jays they could easily be as a Canadian team ignored by the the greater like American kind of uh, uh, pop- oh, like, I get that side of it I I just mean like uh, again I'll compare it back to the Ottawa Senators that seems to be my thing uh, you don't get a lot of young Ottawa Senator stars promoted in the NHL you you hear about Edmonton, Toronto, uh, you know, Montreal. It's so it's nice that I'm following a team where you can where you have stars that are promoted in the league and mm-hmm. it's nice. Is yeah. what I'm saying. 
And and going back a little bit to because this happened during um, All Star Weekend, um, and you wanted to talk about this as well, or want you wanted to just you know, mention? I don't know. Um, there was a, uh, I guess a Rob Manf- Manfred had a press conference with the BBWAA. Uh, that's like the baseball, baseball writers, writers of American Associ- of America Association or something. Um, and he was one of the the key things he was talking about was that um, he wanted that seven inning double headers and the runners uh, on second and extra innings are like are, aren't likely to be continued uh, past COVID. Yeah. Um, so I, I knew about the seven inning double headers, but I hadn't heard about the uh, the extra inning rule. Well, he, yeah, no, he, he mentioned those in the same sentence. He kind of walked back the extra inning rule a little bit. Uh, and from what I've, a lot, a lot of what I've heard from writers is that the fact that he mentioned both of those things isn't the, is more of a negotiating tactic. I, I was just going to ask about that because it seems like it's, uh, it's not something the players have complained about, right? No, and and it's kind of it's a negotiating it's a negotiating tactic, and it's also a way of controlling uh, the message and what they what the owners want to talk about uh, uh, instead of of like f- focusing on like negative aspects of, of you know whether they're making money and all that all that stuff. Um, well, I can see them ending the seven inning double headers, but I I would not be surprised to see the uh, the extra inning rule stay in effect. I I would like to see it go, but I wouldn't be unhappy if it stayed. I think that it, the important thing to remember uh, about the extra inning rule is that um, people uh, the, the extra inning rule. I'm sorry, the seven the seven inning rule um, for double headers happens because games get rained out. Uh, people buy tickets to baseball games expecting to see nine innings and then when a game gets rain out you can use that ticket to see the game but you're only getting a seven inning game and you may not necessarily get to see both of the games in in one shot uh, i know some teams like the yankees have made it so that for certain games you can only watch one of those games so well it's not the other problem too is that it's a seven inning game counts the same as a nine inning game right and yeah like the pitching strategy is completely different for a seven inning game versus well, the, nine innings. The Rays had a seven inning no hitter. Did you hear about yeah. that? With yeah, five think, different features pitchers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, so, so I don't know. I, I would like to see full full games back for sure. Um, he also mentioned that he wanted to regulate the shift, and I just wanted like I've talked about this before. I think that the shift is a symptom more than a cause, like something to change. Like if they have to change other things in order to 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 solve this symptom. Um, so, so just attacking the shift before trying to attack things like um, the higher velocities in pit, pitching, um, things like that. Like you have to examine other things that are causing players to to pull the ball more and not not like hit to all fields and things like that. So, just well, banning the shift, I think, is 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 not the solution to the problem. So, here's a suggestion that I've heard, and I think it's a good one. And this came from. I, I don't remember if Drew Fairservice tweeted it or he mentioned it in one of the one of his podcast episodes. Um, but an idea that he suggested was instead of banning the shift, uh, ban like the players bringing out those cards with the defensive alignments. Like, yeah, I, shift I would all you want, that. but you have to you have to do it without you know pulling out a card from your pocket or looking in your hat or whatever. Yeah, no, that 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 would be a, a step uh, in the right direction. I think also a big step would be to have a hard. And I've talked about this before. Have a hard uh, uh, a pitch clock, and so if if pitchers have less time to prepare, they won't be able to go all out on on, on throwing yeah. 
really hard. Um, and then and the thing that they're doing already right now is 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 the sticky stuff, and and it doesn't really affect the velocity, but it affects the spin and and and, and players' ability to to make contact with the ball. Yeah. Um, okay, so. I'll just go to your next note. Uh, Mets wearing black jerseys every Friday night. Um, I, I, I have no strong opinion on it, but I've, I've uh, heard of some fans disliking the black jerseys, and like I, who really cares? And apparently, it's only for four more nights. And like, is it that big of a deal? I care. I care. I, I think that like it's it's unless you have black in your uh, color scheme. I don't know if you remember, but the Blue Jays also adopted one, uh, black in their. Oh yeah, jersey. no, I I remember. I I just think that it's it's it it, it was a trend in, in in the 2000s that was that was overused, um, and it's starting to creep back a little bit. I think more in other sports, but I just uh, I, I I don't like it. I I also like to see more color. Baseball needs more color, like in their in their uniforms, uh, and and just adding black, uh, unless it's in your color scheme, like it's okay if you're the if you're the uh, the Giants, the Giants or the or the Orioles or uh, or the or the Rockies, uh, it's okay. But I don't uh, know. I, I think it's fine. Their orange and blue stand out against the black jersey, so uh, I, I think they're fine. Okay, it's, and it's only for four games for the rest of the season. Well, so. I'm not going to watch those four games. Okay. Well, me neither, but not for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's I, next on the list here? Um, oh, uh, yeah, here's here's a... Uh, well, maybe we'll end the baseball notes yeah, on this one. If you have anything what I was thinking. Oh, do you have anything else to talk about? Or do you want to end it no, on? No, 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 That, but I was, I was thinking this is a good note to end on. Uh, yeah. I had heard about this as well, and I didn't know which game it was, so... Yeah, so speaking about the Orioles... Um, uh, I guess uh, oh, I forget what what game is it going to be. Um, is it, I think maybe Tuesday or Wednesday. I forget which one. Uh, but you don't here's have the date here, but it's yeah. coming up. A reason to watch the Orioles and the Rays play. Uh, they're going to have uh, the first all female broadcast team in MLB history. So they'll have uh, Melanie Newman doing play by play, Alana Rizzo as the on field analyst, uh, Sarah Lang's booth analyst. She's really good uh, uh, analyst just in general. She she comes on a lot on um, the Baseball uh, Tonight uh, podcast. Uh, so that she's really great. Heidi Watney is the anchor, and Lauren Gardner is another anchor. So it'll be an all female uh, broadcast team. So that's pretty I, cool. That's that's really good. Um, I know, like that's uh, having female broadcasters uh, involved in the game is is definitely on the rise. Like uh, for years, Hockey Night in Canada has had Cassie Campbell Pascal on their crew, and I believe uh, ESPN hired her because uh, ESPN yeah. just picked up uh, NHL's the NHL broadcast deal in the U.S. So um, that's uh, it, it's good to see that there are. I mean. That's also in line with um, can't remember her name, uh, but the uh, she's the GM for oh Kimming, uh, pardon Kimming for yes for, for for the Miami Marlins. You know, and I think that it, um, um, we're seeing a lot of uh, I think kind of basketball maybe was is has, has led the way the most, but baseball is is is, is uh, picking up the slack quite a bit. In in uh, you're seeing a lot more involvement. In uh, in the front offices uh, and also and also coaching for women, um, I'm following a lot like a lot of uh, female uh, broadcasting, mostly for for in the in the minor leagues because that's where a lot of the opportunities arise. But that's how people kind of 
make it to the major leagues. Well, yeah, so and you lot- mentioned basketball. I think the WNBA is a huge uh, has a huge following in the states too. Well, no, no, but also in the NBA, you're seeing some more female coaching and things, and even in the NFL. Um, but the, uh, I was watching the prospects game. The third base, uh, the first base coach for the uh, AL team is a is is a, a, a woman. I forget her name. Um, she's in the in the Yankees uh, uh, system, and I know that uh, the the Giants have have a, a, a woman coach as well. So so we're seeing lots of women um, kind of just uh, entering the game, and I think we need to see more. I think that um, there's been like. We didn't really talk about this one. When, when, I don't even know if we were podcasting when she got hired. I don't think we were. But uh, Kim Kim Ng has have had has had lots of opportunity, um, or she should have had lots of opportunity to be a, a general, general manager uh, for a baseball team, and it just has taken this long for her to get the the position. So um, hopefully um, the door is now open, and we'll see lots more lots more uh, women uh, in positions of power and and in, in broadcasting positions and everywhere. Uh, yeah, um, I, I think that's uh, that's good because uh, it means I think it also means that um, the older mindset of baseball where like the uh, it's generally referred to as the old boys club or whatever. Right. Like that's going away. So not only um, is it like a pretty male dominated sport, but different ways of thinking are coming around. I think that's a, another sign of it. Yeah, we just need to see that happen on the ownership side now. <laughs> like on, on 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 as the staff, as far as the staff goes, that's definitely people are very open open minded for sure. All right, so do you want to do a brewers check in? I've got oh, uh, I forgot to put notes in through well, the. Well, that's okay. Check-in. I've I've got some stuff uh, loaded up because well, uh, the brewers. About, well, I'm gonna say the the thing about the brewers is they've got another team hot hot on their heels now. The Cincinnati Reds. They're four games back. Last I checked. Uh, well. Uh, speaking of the Cincinnati Reds, that they're playing Cincinnati this weekend, right. uh, and they they won the last two games. They won eleven to six on who did Friday Cincinnati? Night. Nope, Milwaukee. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, and they so here's the thing: before the All Star break, they had a four game homestand against Cincinnati where they lost the series three to one. Oh, um, but uh, Friday night they won eleven to six. And Saturday night, the Brewers also won seven to four, so they are on a two-game streak. Um, and so they play Cincinnati again this afternoon. Um, but um, the Brewers' record is fifty-five and thirty-nine at the moment. So, uh, and then Cincinnati is uh, forty-eight and forty-four. So they're six games back of the Brewers. Six games back now. Hey, any any. Um... Any uh, information on on how Rowdy Tellez is doing with the Brewers? Um, I haven't seen any specific news, but let me just uh, pull up their roster or try to. Uh, let's see, preview. Let's Maybe I'll look at yesterday's game box score because Tellez should show up if he was in the game, right? So. Uh, I'm just going to Google search. This is exciting podcasting, folks. We are right now live Google searching. No, so so Tellez didn't play in Saturday's game, it looks like. Uh, We'll just check Friday's game. And um, Tellez also didn't play in Friday's game. So it it looks like he is just currently a bench player, which is not surprising since um, there's not as much room on a National League lineup for a bat first player. Okay, well, and here's here's some stats I've pulled up. He's got he's played six games so far for them. He's gone uh, got eleven plate appearances, nine at bats, one hit so far. 
that's that's uh, no no other stats other than his, he's got two walks, one hit, three strikeouts. Uh, he has not really picked up to his OPS plus is eleven. Major League average is a hundred. So that's that's not good numbers right now. Well, so hopefully he hasn't, he, basically hopefully he hasn't had as much time to to really have any kind of impact. No, it's a small like six games is a, is is a very small sample size. But I'm just saying that's 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 the information that we have at this point for, for Okay, so next three. next time we do a Brewers update, we'll let's specifically look up Telez to see if he has any more games. We'll prepare. We'll prepare. Uh, okay, now let's look ahead to um the week ahead for the for the Jays. Um let's see here. What are we looking at here? Uh so today, uh by the time you listen to this podcast, they have, they will have played two games against the Rangers. Hopefully the Rangers are are not a good team, so hopefully they they'll have performed well. Um, and then, oh, this is the. They play Boston uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay, I'm 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 looking at the wrong part of, of July yeah. here. It's okay. Um, I've got it pulled up. So so next week, um, here's here's the thing is that I w- I haven't scored a game uh, in a while, um, and I was thinking, oh, um, so. I play softball Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So I thought, oh, well, I'll score a game on Thursday. But of course, the Blue Jays have an off day on Thursday. Yeah. So, uh, but after that, they play the New York Mets uh, at home. So they'll be wearing the black jerseys. uh, The Mets will on Friday. Oh, no. So, so I was, well, yeah, I was going (laughs) to miss that game, but I I guess I will watch that game. Um, Yes. Yeah. So the the Red Sox and the Mets this week. So it's going to be, it's not, it's not going to be an easy week. What might, help against the Mets is that and I don't know uh, any more details on this but apparently um, uh, Jacob deGrom is missing his start on Monday uh, this coming Monday so he might be injured so we might we may miss uh, deGrom in the rotation what what could be fun though is we might uh, see uh, Marcus Stroman pitch for the Mets oh that would be fun I, yeah. I've got a uh, I'm sure I've mentioned it before I have a Marcus Stroman Blue Jays uh, jersey and I haven't seen him very much outside of the Blue Jays since he was traded, so that that'd yeah. be nice to see. Is it number six your Marcus Stroman jersey? Yes. You could just like write over like maybe in like duct tape, blue duct tape, because you can get fancy colored duct, duct tape these days. Manoa over over uh, Stroman and and just kind of move no, on. No, I'm not going to do that. No, I, I I'll keep it as Stroman. It's fine. Okay, and before we get to more in, into our, our personal stuff and notes, um. I don't know if, if you want me to keep this a mystery for you or not, but I, I bought a new cap and new baseball jersey uh, this past week. So do you want me to tell you who it is, or do you want to guess, or do you want to keep it a mystery? Um, well, are, are you saying you're going to wear it next time we have an episode? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Are you waiting for it to come in the mail? I'm waiting for it to come in the mail. It has not okay. arrived Well, yet. I will tell you, I bought a new Blue Jays hat last night. You probably can't see the logo very well on the camera. Oh, I, can, I can see it. Um it's it's going to be my uh, um, I'm going to wear it while I'm playing softball. I can sweat in it because it's it's um, it's got a Velcro adjustable thing at the back. So it's it's not a it's not an everyday cap, but it, gotcha. I thought it looked nice. Okay, well, then, any, uh, I'm going to guess. That, gonna guess. Okay. So you said you bought a jersey and a hat. Jersey and a hat. They're both the same team. I'll give you that. That. Um, OK, so. You already bought a Brewers hat. Uh, you probably have. I'm gonna say you picked up uh, the San Francisco Giants uh, City Connect jersey. Oh, very wrong. <laughs> 
Well, well, well. So that's your one guess for this week. And if I don't get it by the time uh, next week comes around, I'll give you another guess next week. Uh, if not, I will just reveal it when it when it when it arrives. All right. Okay. Um, so I guess uh, podcast notes from Wise slash feedback. Because uh, I don't see anything from you in the notes, so no, uh, Krista listened to it. She was having a, a tough, a tough Monday, so I don't. I think she just liked to listen to it just to hear my voice, but uh, not, not much, not, not any notes. To, uh, I, I think she she agrees here. Um, what's what's E twenty episode twenty? Oh right, right. Um, she she agrees that it was a good interview by the way speaking of episode 20 i didn't realize we've had 20 episodes already yes this is number 21 uh, yeah when you add them together uh our podcast is to... old enough to drink in america <laughs> um yeah no I, I thought that was a good interview with uh davide uh davide i davide, i yeah. can't remember how to how he pronounced davide, it right I now but how you say it what I what I looked him up and uh, he's he's an Algonquin grad. He went through the same radio program, uh, so it's good to see uh, see him uh, in a successful role. I think he said he worked for over at uh, Bell uh, for TSN. Yeah, uh, yeah, so. I mean, yeah. He's working, uh, filling in to, for on on the sixty sevens broadcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that was, that was good. Um, but that was some good info too about the players, because uh, I remember before the season started, they had a whole bunch of uh, social media announcements about uh, yeah. signing players, and so it's good that they're not they may not necessarily lose all the players that they already signed. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't. I, I I thought I didn't know that they were just on loan. I thought like, oh, they're just gonna have to start over again. So that's yeah, that's definitely good. For sure, yeah. So, uh, oh, and uh, I know you were you were complaining about my softball stats. Um, so, I, I I did have more to say about the softball games that I played. It's just uh, as you know, as a last minute thing, wasn't able to be on the podcast. So uh, hard to. Uh, I, I just basically didn't put any more notes around them. So, um, yeah, I I'll I'll talk more about softball later. Okay. I have some things. Okay. Um, yeah, so I guess we'll get into the personal stuff now. I, 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 I've, I was saying last week that maybe I'll try to do a, a new metric every week. And I was, I was think, trying to think of one, and I, and I thought maybe of, about one, but all my metrics basically seem to be time-based. So I need, some, I, I need to – maybe I won't have them every week, but if something comes up that's interesting, I'll, I'll have a new metric. Uh, but I just don't want them to be all, all time-based because – then they'll just get kind well, of in a, in a rut. There's not a lot of time-based metrics in baseball in general. So that's also that, that's true. But like my my life is 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 time-based. <laughs> well, uh, so so nothing, no new metric this week. No new metric this week. Uh, okay. I I do have to build more furniture. My my the next couple of weeks are are going to be filled with building furniture, uh, and I'll talk about this in my strikeout. Uh, uh, but I do. Uh, after we get off the podcast, I have a shoe rack to build. I don't know how involved it will be, but luckily the house is um, empty. So I'm going to say a shoe rack, probably depending on uh, like, is it? Um, it's not just a shoe rack. It's got like one of those benches on there. It's it's more involved than just putting stacking together plastic or whatever. So um, yeah. Well, is it is it IKEA? Uh, no, it's not. It's it's Rona. Okay. Well. The hardware store furniture can be hit or miss, I think. In well, terms the, of the coffee table was was built all with an Allen wrench or Allen key, whatever you want to call it, 
uh, and toddlers crawling all over me. So it, that, that it really the... depends. Some furniture that you get, like say from Canadian Tire, uh, they give you like the really handy, like they number the plastic bags. Yeah, yeah. It's really handy that way. But I built some a gazebo of them, they are from very Canadian Tire. <laughs> yeah. When I talked about this on the podcast, I built a gazebo from Canadian Tire, and that 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 was numbered, and that's 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 good because I need I need my instructions to be idiot proof because I will find a way to build it backwards. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've I've built some, or I've uh, misread some steps even on the IKEA stuff, but that sometimes can be vague too. So, yeah. Okay, so that, why don't you go into your home run because I don't have one yet, but I, I'm I'm kind of coming up with one. So why don't you start? Okay, well, um, I I think my last home run was also a physio update. This is another physio home run. Um, I'm now down to every three weeks and potentially my next visit, which is not this coming week, but the next one might be my last physio visit. So, uh, I may be graduating after the next visit. So that's, that's really good. Yeah, that's very good. Uh, and so you'll be able to, to pitch your hundred mile an hour, uh, softball underhand fastballs. Well, uh, it's it's my left shoulder. So I, I'm right-handed. So you should try pitching (laughs) left-handed. I actually have have a pitching update specifically, but uh, that's Jose Bautista pitches left handed. I think, by the way, he's right handed and he pitches left handed. I think. Anyway, anyways, um, here here's my home run that I'm just making up off off the top of my head because I didn't write one down. Um, my home run is coffee. My entire life is based around four cups of coffee every day. So that that just keeps me. Uh, and I, maybe I've even talked about this on the podcast before, but it just it keeps me. Yeah, I definitely have talked about this on the podcast before, but I'll just reiterate. I'll, I'll echo my previous statement that coffee makes me a better person. Um, coffee is just keeps me alive, keeps me awake, keeps me uh, able to keep up with with children, and like I said before, keeps me hydrated. Is it uh, is it all caffeinated? All those four cups a day? All caffeinated. I, I go I go morning cup of coffee usually around breakfast time. Um, Depend if I'm gonna run, I'll wait until after my run for coffee. Coffee number two, but if there's a, if it's no running, I'll have co- two cup cups of coffee right back to back, and then um, depending on like I said, if I'm running or not, it'll be lunchtime coffee, and then I'll have probably an afternoon coffee, and then like seven o'clock nighttime coffee, so I don't fall asleep at like nine thirty. All right. Well, I have to switch to decaf and everything in the afternoon because if I don't, then I can't sleep. So. And I need sleep. Well, I used to be the same way, but uh, children uh, keep you awake no matter what you do. So just drink coffee. Um, okay, so I'm not going to end this on end the personal stuff on a on a. You have you negative. only done one so far. Oh, okay. So you're you're yeah. you're going to do a negative right now? Is that what you're yes, saying? Yes, exactly. So my strikeout is uh, people who drive in the long in the sorry in the wrong lanes on the highway, uh, specifically the 417. Um, so the last two weeks uh, that I haven't been on the podcast, I've been uh, doing a lot of driving. And uh, so the Canada Day long weekend, it wasn't so bad. The people on the 417 seemed to know what they were doing. But uh, last Sunday, when we were getting back into Ottawa, um, the the people driving were, were not doing the lane changes very well. Uh, specifically, in one occasion... Uh, in the passing lane. So in this section of the 417, there's only two lanes on each side. Uh, so a four-lane uh, section in total. Um, I had to actually hit the brakes in the left passing lane because the car 
trying to do the passing was not driving fast enough. And so there were, I think, another three cars ahead of me and they all had to hit the brakes. So I, I tweeted this on my account. I said, you should not have to hit the brakes in the passing lane on the 417. So that's that's my strikeout. It was very frustrating drive home last Sunday. I guess, uh, yeah, the the, uh, the 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 tires got stuck to the road of some sticky stuff going on there. Uh, possibly, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll go. I'll 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 meet your strikeout with my strikeout because we were just talking about building things. Um, I I did buy buy build a new a new coffee table. Um, we thought it would be a, a good idea to, to get a coffee table for the living room because, uh, we, we didn't have one for the longest time because, uh, toddlers like to fall and hit their heads on things and, and Bo's getting steady on his feet now. So we figured it was, it was going to be okay. But the coffee table Im- immediately once built and even while being built, what got turned into a, a, a child jungle gym and it just gets moved all around the living room and uh, played on and, and used as a, as, as a ladder and, 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 and occasionally head bumped on. So yeah, it's, it's, it, it did not go as planned. Well, I, I'm pretty sure that we used the coffee table when we were growing up. Um, not, not uh, often because we usually were in the basement, but uh I'm pretty sure that the coffee table was a playing surface for a few things when we were growing up. So you should have expected that, I think. Yeah, but that was a, a heavier coffee table in, that we grew up with. And it was not, and also it was a very, uh, the, the rug from my, it was a very shag rug. So it was not easy to move around uh, 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 furniture. Uh, but this this is like, basically like you could curl with this 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 table <laughs> well i i will give you one suggestion for next time you need a coffee table is uh so we needed a new coffee table a while back and uh and we were trying to find the perfect size because we needed a smaller table for for our space and it's very hard to find a small coffee table very easy to find a big one mm-hmm. but we finally found one in ikea's as is section so we didn't have to put it together at all it was ready to go Oh, okay. Well, I don't know that I could fit an as-is coffee table in my car. Well, what I'm saying is uh, is next time, don't go through the trouble of having to build it. Just get lucky to find the perfect table next time. Well, it's not the the building isn't the problem. It's the 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 what the table has become. It is no longer just a table. It is it is more than just a table. It is it is a vehicle. All right. Well, I think that. I don't know. Coffee tables are a good thing. That's they—they they are not. Uh, they, I don't think they can be all overall negative. Well, you come and you, you you come and reason with with Leo and Bo, and then they'll they'll they'll. Uh, so talk to you about it. I'll go to my walk. Uh, I I so we were comfortable enough uh, with the Ontario reopening everything. It's included theaters. Uh, we went to see a movie. We went to see F Nine, which uh, we had talked about at the start of the. Does podcast. the F stand for a dirty word? Um, I don't know whether it stands for Fast or Furious because uh, it's the Fast and Furious franchise, but it's just one single F. So is it Fast 9? Is it Furious 9? I, I don't know. But mm. uh, um, so as as you mentioned, it did come out, I think, like two weeks ago, but uh, we weren't able to watch it because it was only out in theaters. Uh, with, and at the time, you know, everything was closed. But um, so we finally saw it last night. The theaters were great. If they can stay this this way, like the COVID reality forever, uh, there's like so much distance between the next person over from you. Like, so you have lots of arm space. 
lots of iron space. There's nobody, nobody nearby. Uh, very spaced out. There's the only time where there were a lot of people around was when we were first going to the concession stand. Uh, but other after that, there was nobody around. Uh, when we left the theater, there was barely anyone in there. It was perfect, but um, uh, I, I don't think it's going to stay that way. That would be nice if it did. But the the reason it's a walk is because I still believe that there's still not enough room or spacing in regular stores. Uh, we, we've been to a few places, and it's it's a little bit uh, it can be a little bit frustrating because there's there's too many people in a small space. So even though um, they may not be letting the full amount of people in the store there's they don't have it set up to allow for spacing i see so space is your is your walk it's a space walk uh sure i guess you could say that okay uh well my my walk is is yogurt um now it's 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 uh it can be used in many different ways it 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 can be used um Lately, Bo has been using it as 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 shampoo. He puts it in his hair, um, and and he also rubs it all over his face. And and so I've discovered that um, it always kind of shows up a little bit later. So it, it, it yogurt is a good substitute for time release invisible ink. Because well, I thought maybe always... you meant it as like you know how if you get toothpaste on your shirt, it doesn't show right away, but then later in the day you have this big white stain on your shirt. Well, yeah, that's kind of what happens with Bo's face when he gets like yogurt all over his face. It's like, oh, I cleaned your face, you look good. Then like twenty minutes later, it's like, oh, your face has is caked with with yogurt. So <laughs> so if you need to send decodable secret messages, um, yogurt is the um, substance that you should also use. also works as a backup snack if uh if you well, yeah have... you could lick the page if and that would that would get rid of any uh, of the message as well uh it's, it's a good spy uh spyware uh spycraft i guess is, is what they say in, in in the spy business um it's 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 healthy as well um and it and i i, I prefer the strawberry flavored uh spycraft uh yogurt <laughs> Um, well, we, uh, yogurt wise, we, we are getting the pre-made parfaits from the store. So that's like vanilla yogurt with strawberries and blueberries and granola. So those are pretty good. I, I can recommend those. I see. Do, what about like, have you tried like messaging people covertly with it though? Mm, no, I don't, I don't usually have a, a need to send uh, covert messages, yogurt or otherwise. Oh, okay. Well, you might. So you just, just practice at least. <laughs> We'll see. Uh, all right. Uh, do you have any other other personal notes, or should we go on to uh, a a softball update from me? I've I've got nothing. Okay. Well, um, as uh, as we talked about, uh, so I, I we started softball um, July fourth. Uh, so we've been playing softball for four weeks now. We've played we play three nights a week, but we've played four games because we had a double header on Monday. Um, so I'll just I'll just uh, go briefly over the first week. Um, I posted on my social media that uh, in the first two games uh, I won the the player of the week trophy for two different teams. Uh, the for Monday it was because I I hit a a a three run home run. Uh, we didn't win that game, but it was a it was a pretty big home run to get the game close, and we I think we lost by one run. Uh, and the second game, it was uh, because, uh, well, on Tuesdays, we've been playing on field without fences. So uh, 
the, this field that we've played on twice in uh, in a row now on Tuesdays, um, it uh, it's kind of uh, it's it, I would guess best described as a quirky diamond. Um, there is a ditch in the outfield, uh, first of all. And then on the other side of the ditch, there's a in the middle or sorry, in I guess in left center, there's a hill with a bunch of trees. And then in center field, there's also more hills like going up. So I guess sort of like uh, how Houston used to have a field with a an Towles uphill. Hill. Towles Hill in center field. Yeah. So uh, so there's that. And if you hit the ball hard enough, you can uh, you can hit it into a soccer field on the other side of of the baseball diamond. And a few people have done that on the other teams. If you go onto the soccer field, are you allowed to touch the ball with your hands? <laughs> Uh, yes. And actually we have a soccer player on our team. So we were a little, a little Are they only allowed concerned. To we're a little concerned that we might have lost our, our left fielder for, uh, the soccer players. I don't, I don't know. Well, just say, tell them that but, they're a midfielder and then they'll be happy. But, uh, but basically though, uh, that that's a tough field to play on because, uh, we have a home run rule in that league where you can only, it's, uh, each team, if you're, if you hit two more home runs than the other team, the next home run is an out. So like you can kind of go back and forth. Um, and uh, so like it's, it's a weird rule. Like you have to, the umpires have to keep track of which team is, is how many home runs they're up. Our, our other league that we play on Wednesday nights, it's a much easier rule where, where it's one home run per inning and that's it. So it's much easier to keep track of, but uh the second week, though, this is the most recent week. It's it's a little uh, um, fresher in my mind, uh, but it it's uh, it was not a good week as good a week for me as it was the first week. I, I had two strikeouts this week. That's that's very rare for me. Most of the time, uh, I either hit it, uh, hit the ball, make contact, or I or I get a walk. I don't usually strike out, um, but I definitely did not have an equal performance to the first week where I would have run won a player of the week. But Vanessa, on the other hand, uh, in on Monday night, I feel that she had a, a fantastic performance. And I think if I had not been forced to give the trophy to someone not in the same household, that I think she was well-deserving of the trophy. Um, and she had a great week overall. Some, some highlights were, um, uh, in the first game, um, she, uh, she well, the first two games, the doubleheader, she was hitting the ball like right at the bottom of the arc of the pitch, and uh, and she was like hitting it perfectly, just like right landing right over the infield and and perfect. Um, in uh, in the second game on Monday night, we had a dog assist in the outfield, so I don't I don't know how you'd score that, maybe uh, D. D eight. I don't know. No, I, no, I think it'd be K nine. Oh yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, but uh, yeah, the, there was a, a, a dog that broke onto the field where we were playing. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, in general, I think Vanessa had the best week overall in our second game. She, there was a third baseman who would uh, play on the line for every single female player. And so I told her uh, you should, you should hit the ball over third base because he's uh, he's playing close to the line. So she she did exactly that. Uh, so there, there 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 are ways to 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 solve the shift without exactly. having to ban it. Exactly. Um, and 
I sent you a picture, and this is what I'm going to put on uh, on uh, with the episode on Twitter. Um, on one of the fields uh, we play on, it's called Hampton Diamond One. It's very uh, very boring, bland name. Um, it's next to the highway, so there's a big concrete barrier. And this is new this year. Someone had spray paint spray painted. Uh, I think it probably says "Send Pete Rose to the Hall of Fame." All I can really make out for sure, it says Pete Rose to HOF. So I think uh, we should call that field the Pete Rose Memorial Field from now on. Okay, but it, don't people have to die for it to be memorial? Uh, no, doesn't need to. I, I think uh, it, it sounds better than just Pete Rose Field or something, you know? I suppose. Um, and one other interesting note that I, I... So I've been tracking my statistics just for fun. Uh, I'm not going to go through all of them. But uh, one thing I noted, uh, and it was that uh, my hits, I have I've split them into home and away uh, splits, even though it doesn't really matter because it's just whether you have last at bat or not. It's not a field advantage. But I had the same number of hits away versus home, um, even though my average is better for home because I had fewer at bats. But I just thought that was... That was kind of neat that it was evenly split. I see. Yeah. Okay. I have two home runs, one each week, so I should be on pace for 12 home runs because we have 10 more weeks. I see. Well, let's let's keep going with the with the stories. Stories. Yeah, I will uh I will have a, a shorter update next time because we're only going to be covering like three games, so three games, okay. I had to cover seven games. That's that's a lot. That's more than we covered for for the Blue Jays. Okay, I mean in a, in a given week, you mean? Oh no, I, I just mean in this week. But yes, usually yes, it's in a given week unless they have a doubleheader. Also, that's true. that's true. But if you're going with total innings, could be could be similar. Well, actually, in we for a doubleheader, we play a maximum of seven innings every game. So, in a doubleheader, we could uh, be playing the same number of innings as uh, as a major league doubleheader. So, there we go. There you go. Hey, that's that's the end of my notes. So, unless you have anything else, I think uh, I think we should call it a a show. Yeah, no, I'm gonna go drink coffee and build more things. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. I had my coffee, so. And I'm not building anything. We got to get groceries. Yeah. Got to go into a store and get frustrated with the lack of spacing. I still order groceries. It's it's. I I would go into a store, but I just don't have time. I I, <laughs> it, it, it I have to like. You can't bring kids into the grocery store, so like only one can go at a time. So it's just you, you, dividing and conquering sometimes doesn't always work. All right. Well, uh, let's let's get to our things, and we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Okay, bye-bye.